Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. A Twitter battle over Ukraine funding and support between senators spilled out onto the floor of the United States Senate yesterday. And it's just just one more bitter Twitter battle in the United States Senate between opposing political parties and members from each of those political parties. Or does this tell us something more about what is broken in the United States Senate? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? They begin. Well, if you just looked at the headline, this would just be one more argument between a Democrat and a Republican in the United States Senate. But I think there's much more to it. And so we're going to go beyond the headlines here and dig in just a little bit deeper and think again uh, in terms of what actually has happened and rolled out. So this all began yesterday with a tweet. Sadly, so many things begin with a tweet. But Senator Murphy, Democrat in the United States Senate, uh, started it all. He posted at 7 a.m. yesterday that the Republican senators had a press conference about Ukraine saying that President Biden wasn't doing enough. And in this tweet, Senator Murphy uh, listed out those who had attended this President Biden isn't doing enough for Ukraine press conference and then those who voted against the massive funding bill that included 12 billion in aid for Ukraine. And among those on that list was Senator Ben Sass, Republican from Nebraska. And so you can say, okay, well, that looks like a pretty typical Washington, D.C. battle. But there, there's more to this. Uh, so I want to actually go to the floor of the United States Senate. And let's start with Senator Chris Murphy. Uh, because Senator Sass had gone to the floor and said, wait a minute, this is, this is really hypocrisy of here we are voting on something that is trillions of dollars and there's this small little piece of it that is this 12 billion for funding for ukraine and many of us voted against it because of all of the other things uh and so uh senator murphy responds on the floor of the senate to senator sass uh about this particular tweet and where does the hypocrisy really lie let me come down to the floor to explain why I think we should have a legitimate debate in this chamber about a phenomenon in which Republicans very often are not willing to cast their vote in a way that is aligned with their voice. I noted this morning, as was displayed on Senator Sass's chart, that this week of the Republicans who stood up at a press conference and eviscerated President Biden's handling of the Ukraine crisis, two-thirds of them voted against the budget that included $14 billion of aid to Ukraine. I see 
a fundamental inconsistency. So Senator Murphy saying, hey, if you're saying we need to do more for Ukraine, then you should have just voted for this big package that included support for Ukraine. Senator Murphy went on to say that he thinks this is part of the problem with the Republicans in the Senate. Now, Senator Sass's second chart, the one that didn't accuse me of tribal hackery, laid out a very true statement in which a small percentage of the overall budget is dedicated to Ukraine aid. That is, of course, true. But the reason why I find it concerning that members of the Senate, who I take their word for it, are genuinely interested in getting help to the people of Ukraine, are then voting against the budget that delivers it, is because it speaks to a broader problem in the Senate today, which is a lack of interest in compromise, a fealty to the perfect and an antagonism to the good. Okay, so uh, what Senator Murphy did there was just a big sweeping generalization uh, saying, well, hey, this is really about the fact that no one's willing to compromise anymore. And I, I think he's missing the point. So Senator Sass also felt he was missing the point and called out Senator Murphy. Uh, and here's a very interesting exchange that you don't often hear on the floor of the United States Senate. Let's see if I understand what you just said. So eight-tenths of one percent of the bill that was passed in the middle of the night last week is about Ukrainian aid. Do you believe that the people who voted against it voted against it because they were against Ukrainian aid? So every one of us approaches a I'm big... I'm asking a really simple question. Do you think a single person that voted against it voted against it because they were against Ukrainian aid? Absolutely not. So then what's the point of the tweet? The point is this, service. is that the only way that this place passes legislation Right, is compromise, is voting on pieces of legislation that have in it... Where are the pieces, dude? That, it's $1.5 trillion. Senator. Okay, so uh, you don't hear the word dude very often on the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, and, and I think what, what Senator Sass was expressing uh, is, look, eight-tenths of one percent, eight-tenths of one percent of that massive bill had to do with aid to Ukraine. And so he asked the senator... Do you think anyone who voted against that massive bill was against that eight-tenths of one percent that was regarding actual aid to Ukraine? And Senator Murphy said, no. And so, to me, that's the, that's the point, is why in the world are we having this vote? And why are we excoriating people because of a vote on something that is so massive and so sweeping uh, and there's one tiny little piece in there that everybody agrees on. So that's not that's not about compromise. Uh, that's a completely different thing. Senator Sass uh, went on to to say what he believes is the real problem in the United States Senate. I think that if we could put the appropriations process of the United States Congress up to the American people for a referendum, the idea that you want to give it a B plus or an A minus, I submit you should take that to the voters of Connecticut and try to persuade them of that. Because I'm going to guess that whatever the overall approval rating is of Congress bounces around between like 9 and 15 percent. My guess is the way we spend money is lower than that. So I don't think you want to give yourself an 86 or a 92 or a 95 percent because it's not perfect. It's obviously an F. The way that we spend money here is not deliberative. It's not thought out. It's always thousands of pages that come out in the middle of the night. And it always grows. 
But the real thing we're talking about is grandstanding. Because there's not a person on earth who's persuaded by that kind of tweet. You didn't move anybody. You're doing fan service for a subset of people who like Chris Murphy. I get why some people would like things that you stand for and advocate for. I get it. But there's not a person who disagreed with you who's moved because of a tweet like that. There's not an uninformed American who became informed. But there is a subset of the people who already like you that you got to grandstand for. That's all that happened with that tweet. The Republic got dumber because of that tweet. And therein lies the problem. Because if we are going to continue to allow Congress to do these massive bills, and remember, we warned you this was coming. We warned you on this show that you would have members of Congress who would be called out on social media that they were against Ukraine, that they didn't care about the people of Ukraine, that they didn't care about freedom of Ukraine because they would vote against this $1.5 trillion mess. And that's exactly what happened right there on the floor of the United States Senate with Senator Murphy calling out seven Republicans who voted against the massive bill while still believing that the president should be doing more for Ukraine. It is the the fake fight and the false choice that just keeps coming up. And yes, you can play to the subset. You can play for the grandstand move or the clicks or your appearance on national cable news. But that is not moving the the republic forward. And so just because someone voted against a massive monstrosity of -of out-of-control spending bill... Don't say they don't care about Ukraine because you're completely missing the point. And if we want to get to compromise, the things that Senator Murphy was trying to say we've got to get to, then put the individual bill on the floor and let's have a real debate and a real vote so we can have some real accountability. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.